The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs, view betting trends all day, calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device. So head over to betql.co and download the app. This is the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. And don't forget that this week is the final week for the 100% deposit bonus on mybookie.ag. So if you want to get that 100% bonus, it's the final week this week. Use the promo code SGP100. That's SGP100. P100 to get that 100% deposit bonus. If so, if you don't sign up to mybookie.ag this week, you will miss out on this 100% bonus offer. So make sure you get that 100% bonus. I don't know why you wouldn't. You deposit in, you put in the code SGP100, and you double your deposit. So it makes absolute sense to go and do that, especially if you're listening to this show where a lot of the podcasters do use mybookie.ag for their odds and also a lot of the um, handicap lines and everything and the totals that we give out, we are using mybookie.ag for that as well, especially the guys that do the American football, the likes of Colby, Ryan, Sean, and I'm sure Pina uses it as well on his show. So as I said, go and get that done. Go and get yourself some some free money to bet on this week and maybe bet on the Champions League with it because I'm giving out loads of stuff here this week. Obviously, if you want every single game covered, you need to head over to lockbetting.com where I'll be doing a Tuesday Champions League show and a Wednesday Champions League show and giving out individual lock dogs and parlays for each day. That's where I extensively break down every game. However, there's still going to be plenty of meat on the bone on this podcast because I will be breaking down the major games for this Champions League week and probably the ones that you're more interested in watching and betting more specifically. So let's have a look where we start. We start tomorrow. Obviously, the big game is Manchester United versus Juventus. And we will actually start there because there isn't a whole lot of interest uh, in AIK Athens versus Bayern Munich, uh, Young Boys versus Valencia, which is the other game in the Man U group, Hoffenheim versus Leon, and Ajax versus Benfica. I have picked out some bets for those, but they will be over on lockbetting.com. So I'm going to mainly focus on the bigger games, and this is the biggest game of the entire Champions League week, Manchester United versus Juventus. Man United are 21-10, to 10, 
The draw is 9-4 to four, and Juventus are the favourites to win this game at 13-10. to 10. I'll be going to this game tomorrow because this is the biggest game Man United are going to play this season. In addition to that, it's Cristiano and Ronaldo's return to Old Trafford. And um, there's some interesting specials on that. One of the ones I noticed was Ronaldo to score, Juventus to win, and both teams to score in the game at 6-1. to one. That's a great bet if you fancy Juventus to win this game. Um, I don't know. Uh, looking at the way the teams played at the weekend, Juventus were a massive letdown drawing at home to Genoa and losing their 100% record, while Man United looked excellent against Chelsea and were unlucky to concede a goal deep, deep into injury time. I still don't know how the referee found six minutes, but Man United are on the up, despite the fact that they've conceded four goals in the last two games, more significantly than have scored five. Whereas Juventus are in a very uncompetitive league where they're expected to win most weeks and you can't really tell where Juventus are at. You can't really tell if they've improved or not by adding Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, the return of Leonardo Bonucci at the back. It's difficult to get a gauge on a team that play relatively easy matches each week where they're usually round about one to five or one to six to win, especially in their home games. And uh, coming here to Manchester this week against the Man United side who maybe need this kind of big game to get their act together. They have lost this season at Brighton at West Ham, but in the bigger games like the one away to Chelsea, they definitely did turn up. And when they needed to make a comeback against Newcastle, we saw Manchester United score three goals in the second half. In fact, they scored three goals in about 25 minutes in the latter part of that game and uh, and should have had a lot more before they finally did break through and they looked excellent they've looked really good in attack which is something that people have criticized Jose Mourinho for not just at Man United but throughout his career they've criticized him for being a defensive manager I just don't think this will be a defensive game and Although I strongly fancy both teams to score in this game, I don't think Man United have the defence to shut Juventus down. At the same time, I don't think Juventus are going to come to Old Trafford and shut Manchester United down. They have conceded silly goals this season, which they wouldn't have done. And despite the fact they have added Benucci, I think it makes a big difference losing Buffon in goal. At the moment, the goalkeeper that, that they have which is Chesney, was a Premier League keeper at Arsenal, but a keeper that was kept out of the Arsenal first team throughout the time that he was there. He was kept out by Peter Cech, had very few chances in the first team. So this is a goalkeeper that I would say essentially failed in the Premier League. And now he's number one at one of the top teams in Europe and expected to be a goalkeeper that plays for a team that are challenging for the Champions League. I have no doubt Juve will challenge for the Champions League and I have no doubt that Juve probably will win this group now after Man United drop points at home to Valencia. But I'm not picking Juventus to win this game. I think it's too much um, emotion for Manchester United that are in invested in this. I think the players will want to make a good show. It's not about Mourinho now. It's about playing a massive team like Juventus. It's about the publicity all being on the shoulders of 
Cristiano Ronaldo for once for so many weeks it's been on the players and who's under pressure and why is this player underperforming and why is that player underperforming and why can't Mourinho get the best out of Man United well this is all about Cristiano Ronaldo's return the pressure's off Man United which is what I think they need and I think getting Manchester United on the double chance as my definitive bet on this at around about four to seven is definitely the best bet in this game if you're looking to make money. But I certainly wouldn't stray away from taking Man United as an underdog here. And we'll see where I go at the end of the show with my dog. Maybe something better will come up. Maybe it won't. Looking at the next game, it's Real Madrid versus Victor Plesnin. Now, I certainly wouldn't say this is a big game by any means, but Real Madrid's manager is now fighting for his job and he's holding on by the skin of his teeth. I'm surprised he wasn't fired after they were beaten at home by Levante at the weekend. Real Madrid now haven't won in five games. Um, They didn't score for four of those games. That was six hours of football without a goal. They did manage to break that in the 74th minute when they were trying to make their comeback against Levante, but it was too late. So this is a really embarrassing run for Real Madrid for Real Madrid to score one goal in seven and a half hours of football is really unbelievable Um, my luck on the European show lost because of Real Madrid I had Real Madrid to score over 2.5 team goals so my lot record now on that show has dropped down to six and two however the lock on the EPL show as you guys know landed earlier on this evening Arsenal making the lock record on the EPL show a ridiculous eight to one Ryan Kramer take note eight to one on the EPL show but yeah wasn't very happy not to go seven and one on the European show it was Real Madrid that let me down so as much as I would expect them under normal circumstances to put four or five of us Victor Pleasant in. I'm simply going to take Real Madrid to win this game to nil at four to six. I think one of the things Lepetegui does is focuses on the defensive side of things and possibly he's overdone that. It did look like at the start of the season that Bale and Benzema and Asensio were playing for him, but all of a sudden, all of these players have gone missing and I wouldn't be surprised if Real Madrid just get back to winning ways tomorrow and I'm not happy with that and I could see this game being maybe 2 or 3 nil, but nothing more than that so the Real Madrid to nil is what I favour in this one because I'm not willing to to take any more risks on this team um, beating handicaps or or scoring a certain number of goals um, this manager's on borrowed time I've no doubt that he'll be fired before Christmas and if they are destroyed in the El Clasico which is coming up in the next few weeks I do think that that will be the end of it for him up next Shakhtar Donetsk versus Man City Shakhtar 13-2 seven to 4 to draw and Manchester City at 1-2 to I think you have to take Man City here at minus 200. Um, they start, especially since they started with that loss against uh, Leon at home. They now need to bounce back. They'll be relying on Hoffenheim to get something against Leon, so that Man City can reclaim the top spot in the group. Something that we are expecting them to do. It's in our big pre-season parlay Man City to win this group that looks like the only leg that's in any kind of danger and uh, if Man City are able to win at Shakhtar Donetsk which is probably the toughest away game that they'll have in this group then they'll be in really good position to go on and um, and win this group from this position 
Moving on to Wednesday's games, and we look at Tottenham traveling to PSV Eindhoven in the 5.55 kickoff. PSV Eindhoven 13 to 5, 11-4 the draw, and even money on Tottenham. I really like Tottenham at this price. Um, they've managed to get through quite a tough game at the weekend. A lot of people were looking at the fact that Tottenham hadn't bought a lot of players and how they would struggle with um, rotation and whatnot, especially in weeks where they had a league game and a Champions League game. I think they've gone on one, the more difficult game. I think although PSV Eindhoven and Ajax are the big teams in Holland, I, we saw that PSV Eindhoven weren't able to um, hold on to their lead against Inter Milan. And I don't think Tottenham are necessarily a worse team than Inter. Despite the fact Inter have beaten Tottenham and are sitting comfortably in the group with six points, Tottenham lost away to Inter Milan in a game that they dominated. And obviously Tottenham have lost at Bar to Barcelona at home and that's a complete write-off. But Tottenham haven't played PSV Eindhoven yet. If Barcelona beat Inter Milan twice and Tottenham get two wins over PSV, those two teams are completely level and it's all going to come down to Tottenham's game against Inter. In addition to that, then Tottenham are going to face a Barcelona team that would probably have already won this group in the last game. So they could go to the new Camp and play against a Barcelona team that are resting players. So managing to get Tottenham to still qualify from this group could be an excellent bet for people to, to have a look at. Because as things stand, based on the fact that Inter have their six points in the bank and Tottenham currently have zero points in the bank. Um, they are currently seven to two to qualify and as high as four to one in some places. Uh, Barcelona and Tottenham both to qualify is also seven to two and doing it as a, a straight forecast. Barcelona, are the winners of the group and Tottenham second is currently paying out at nine to two. And that will definitely be the order if Tottenham do qualify from this group, because as far as I'm concerned, Barcelona at the moment are the definite winners of this group, especially getting that win against Tottenham at Wembley Stadium. And I think Barcelona should be able to tie things up against Inter Milan this week. Uh, we'll have a look at that game next because Barcelona are 4-7, to seven, the draw is 7-2 to two, and Inter Milan are 5-1. to one. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure why you're getting Barca at 4-7. to seven. I would think this game should be closer to 1-3. to three. Inter Milan are getting a lot of respect here for winning two games, 2-1, two, narrowly as well, having to come from behind both times. I just don't see them turning up at the new camp. Barcelona seem to have got their act together now. They beat Tottenham. They drew at Valencia. And they destroyed Sevilla at the weekend. They were 3-0 up at one point. I think the game ended up finishing 4-2 because Barcelona do leak goals. So both teams to score could be an interesting bet in this one. But as far as I'm concerned, Barcelona are a great shout to beat Inter Milan in this game. The next game I want to look at is uh, Dortmund versus Atletico Madrid. Dortmund are 7-5. The draw is 23-10 and Atletico Madrid are 2-1. Um, <clears throat> Dortmund are flying in their league and Atletico since winning at Monaco have been in really really good form they've been unbeaten since then um, are now challenging for the league again so I wouldn't be surprised to see Atletico turn up here and upset Dortmund because the Spanish league 
is better than the German league. However, the only thing that I'm certain of in this game is despite the fact Atletico have a great defence, Dortmund will score. Dortmund score in nearly every single game. So I think I like a couple of bets here. I like both teams to score. And I do like Atletico to be able to nick this. But the bet I'm going to go for is Atletico or the draw. Same thing I went for in the Man United game at 1-2. to two. That one narrowly nicks it for me as the best bet in this game. The final two games I'm going to look at come from Liverpool's group, where we have Liverpool, Paris Saint-Germain, Napoli and Red Star Belgrade. Liverpool start with the easy game this week. They now have two games against Red Star Belgrade. You'd expect them to win them both. You'd expect them to look good in doing so. For me, we really need to look at handicaps here because Liverpool have been winning a lot of games Uh, 1-0 in the Premier League, surprisingly. Um, Taking this game up to minus two pays out four to six. I do think Liverpool will be capable of winning this game by more more than two goals. Um, If you don't like that one, um, then I would lean towards Liverpool one to two to win this game to nil. I think it's highly unlikely Red Star Belgrade are going to have too much action near the Liverpool goal. I think both those bets look good. And moving on to the last game, Paris Saint-Germain versus Napoli. Paris Saint-Germain are one to two. The draw is eight to fifteen, and Napoli are eleven to two. I would think that if Paris Saint-Germain want to progress in the Champions League and even want to progress out of this group after losing to Liverpool in the first game, they will need to win against teams like Napoli at home. There's they're going to be in quite a bit of trouble if Napoli were to win this game or even if even if Paris were to draw it because as we've seen Napoli have a decent home advantage they beat Liverpool at home and they are in this group they currently sit second in the table with four points along with Liverpool so make no mistake about it Napoli are challenging for this group they're ahead of Paris Saint-Germain at the moment Paris Saint-Germain only have three points and this is a must-win game for Paris who especially if they want to be taken seriously as Champions League contenders if you want to be contenders for the Champions League you need to qualify from your group and ideally you will want to win this group because winning this group means you play a team in second place in the next round so you'll play one of the second place teams in the next group it's an easier draw for you otherwise if um, if Paris Saint-Germain do finish second in this group behind Liverpool there's all sorts of banana skins they could face in the next round the likes of Barcelona the likes of Real Madrid um, the likes of Bayern Munich so they will want to avoid finishing second in this group so from that in order to avoid that Paris Saint-Germain will probably need to win three of the next four and try and avoid a defeat at Napoli, something Liverpool were unable to do. And it all starts here with beating Napoli in this week. So they're all the games I want to look at. We're now going to move on to the lock dog parlay. From what I'm told, some of the people who listen to the show simply fast forward to this part. Don't do that because you probably missed quite a few bets that would have interested you throughout the show, especially if you're watching these games on TV. But we'll start with a lock. I'm going to go for Barcelona. I think Barcelona at 4-7 to seven are a great price to beat Inter Milan. Barcelona's priority is the Champions League. They've watched Real Madrid win it three times. 
and uh, Barcelona will want to win the Champions League this season and they'll want to qualify as soon as they can so that they can focus on winning their La Liga games and not just qualify, winning this group and they can do that with two wins against Inter. Starts here at the new Camp 4-7. to seven. My dog, I touched on it earlier and I am going to go for Manchester United as the dog. They're available at around about 23-10. to 10. I strongly fancy them to get something from that game and possibly even win it. And as for my parlay, I'm going to double dip. I don't normally like to double dip, but I am going to double dip with Barcelona. I strongly fancy them to beat Inter, as I already said. I'm going to add PSG, you know, who are in a must-win must situation, especially if they're going to be a team that challenge for the Champions League. They are going to have to qualify from this group and probably going to have to win this group. So they will need to beat Napoli. And the final selection is Manchester City away to Shakhtar. That parlay pays out. £305 from a £100 bet, so $305 from a $100 bet, obviously. So really liking that parlay. So hopefully it comes in. Hopefully you guys have some good luck following along with the bets here, especially the lock, dog and parlay parts of the show, especially the dog because that's Man United and I will be travelling to that game at Old Trafford. We'll be leaving to go to Manchester tomorrow four hour drive there four hour drive back hopefully it will not be a disappointment I've been Billy this has been the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network I'll be back at the weekend with the APL show and hopefully carrying on that lock run currently sitting at 9 and 1 90% obviously that's nothing compared to Ryan who's sitting on 100% unfortunately it's 100% wrong so good luck with your lock this week Ryan and as I said I'll be back with the EPL show this Thursday night here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. If you guys want to listen to my Europa League show and my weekend European show, that will be exclusively available on my website, lockbetting.com. When you go through to lockbetting.com, that is a Patreon page. So don't be confused by that. When you do go to lockbetting.com and see that it is actually a Patreon page, that is the point. The reason why... I do betting tips via Patreon is because it does create a community where everybody can talk to each other. Uh, I can't just put out a PL chart, which is completely made up and nobody can verify because if I put anything on the profit loss chart, then the members would all talk to each other and say, that's not real. That's not legit. It's 100% legit. There's an entire community there of people that are signed up to the service so there's nowhere to run there's nowhere to hide it's all completely legit it's free to go and have a look there's the PL on there which is absolutely free to look at my PL. there's also free bets on there so if you want to kind of see how you do with the free bets i'm always putting up free bets on there as well there's stuff to there's write-ups to read on there there's free bets there's PL. so just go and have a look at it there's no there's no harm in going to have a look and, and weighing it up like that so please go and check that out. Um, the podcasts on there, if you want to subscribe to just get the podcast, they start from as little as $3. So what's that going to be? Even at minimum wage, that's going to be about 20 minutes of your wages, I would say. I don't know what minimum wage is in America. I don't even know if it exists. In England, it does, and it's about £7.50. So there you go. You learned something about England. Anyway, that's it from me. I'm out. Thanks for listening.